0: Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Warner is about to come welcome and talk to, about how to becoming to your, your greatest possible self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fire by inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you. Tuning in to the 12-hour marathon become your greatest podcast, be it a guest on the show. get your message out better. it is you know, taking your next ever. steps with Steve on your journey of you know hosting and uh, holding successful, profitable events, whatever that is, keep being and becoming your greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Warner is about to come on talking about how to sell over hundred thousand dollars in a single weekend. So if you want to really kick butt with live events, this dude is going to bring the freaking hot, the heat, the fire. He delivers so much value. So definitely stay tuned. I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. And however I can support you in continuing that journey, let's explore, let's play, let's discover, and let's kick butt and take names. Whether it's tuning into the 12-hour marathon, becoming your greatest possible self podcast, whether it's being a guest on the show, getting your message out, whether it is you know taking your next steps with Steve on your journey of you know hosting and, and uh, holding. Successful, profitable events, whatever that is, keep being and becoming your greatest possible self. And just know, I love you, man or woman. I was gonna say, I love you, man, but you know, man or woman, whoever's listening, (laughs) I love you. Keep showing up. Okay. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week it's by Jen Hudgens. Jen says, Love this podcast. Podcast is so motivating. I love the caliber of guests and the energy Chris brings to the show each and every time. Thanks so much, Jen. I appreciate you tuning in. And it really is the guests that make this show rock. Of course, I rock too. And it's really, really a guests. I couldn't do this without them. So I appreciate you tuning in, giving us that review. And if you want to give us a review, I also couldn't do this without you out there listening. So go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the iTunes Store app podcast store Let us know what you love about the show, what you want to see more of, how we can improve it for you. That feedback is essential. It's the fertilizer to this greatest possible self mission. So thank you in advance for uh, contributing and letting us know what you love and what you want to see more of. I'm going to introduce Steve in just a second here. Before that, though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. We're going to go fast and furious with this wisdom. And uh, I know it's going to be super valuable, so definitely stay all the way through till the end because one of these ideas has the power to change everything you you okay Steve left the corporate America environment six years ago to start holding events after failing horribly on his first try he found success and over the years he has been trained by the best in the business including Dan Kennedy Frank Kern and Russell Brunson and has gone on to hold over 44 profitable events he is super passionate about events and believes that nothing can grow a business faster my goodness gracious Steve are you ready to rock the house my man I am let's do it Boom, it's we're live. We're live, man. We're live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Let's dive into the theme today, which is transformational travel, bro. What does that mean for you? Um, well, I love to travel, first off. I mean, that's that's part of the reason that, that I got into
1: this whole thing. I was like, you know, how can I travel the world? So transformational travel, um, holding retreats, going to retreats, backpacking, um, getting out of our comfort zone, right? I mean, mm-hmm. anytime you can get out of your comfort zone, you are going to have a learning experience. Um, that could be through travel. That could be through going to an event, be doing a retreat in another country. There's a whole bunch that goes there. Dude.
0: I love it. I love it, man. This I love how you said it's like one of the reasons why you, you know, took your leap on this journey to really go travel to experience the world and also, you know, these live events that you've been holding in different places all around the world and helping people do that. You know, I'm sure the the fulfillment, the satisfaction of being able to create that kind of a an impact and transformation in people's lives as they travel, as they experience new places, it has got to be fulfilling too, man.
1: It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's holding a live event and having people come there like it gets them out of their comfort zone. It gets them somewhere new. It gets them to open up to the experience, to new people mm-hmm. that are around them. Um, it's great. Dude, I
0: love it. I love it, man. So I mentioned a little bit about you in the intro, but in your own words, Steve, why don't you share a little bit more about who you are and uh, what your clients come to you for?
1: Sure. Um, I mean, you you said it best. I left corporate. Um, I I ran high-end events for hotels, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, hey, I could do this. Um, I have this burning desire. I really want to go out and serve people. The best way I can serve them is to hold really good events. So went out, and uh, I thought the marketing was the easy part. I thought you just put the webpage up, and people magically showed up. So I blew about $20,000 in ads on my first event. I had two people register. I couldn't figure out why. It's because I didn't know anything about copy. I didn't know anything about websites. I, I had 18 speakers lined up, and I was like, this is going to be awesome. I ran a room for 1,000 people, um, and yeah. Two people. It was uh so that was that was like a bucket of cold water, right? Um I had a friend that really believed in me. Uh she let me move into her utility room. Well I figured out what I was doing. I decided to hold one more event, uh, because I found a book by Dan Kennedy that told me how to fill the room. That got actually within uh I sold out my next event in six weeks using the tactics that were in the book. Worked really well. Um plus I couldn't afford to fail. I mean I was talking to uh, somebody this week and like it seems like if you go out and you've got this huge cushion, you take your time, you're piddling Mm. around, you're going to coffee shops, like you're trying this, you're trying that, but like you don't have the fire when you, when you have no choice but to survive or, or go back, like you're going to figure it out. Um, so that's, that's what happened. I held that event. Um, but I didn't sell anything. I also didn't speak. I just brought in other speakers um, but then I heard like, well, I actually, so I took the money that I made, I made a little bit over 10 K e. and I thought I was like, I thought I was killing it. Right. I was like, woo! I didn't, I didn't lose all my money. Um, you i actually didn't lose lose your shirt off your back. <laughs> right. Um, so I bought a ticket to a Dan Kennedy conference and okay. I go to the conference and, uh, he was doing a round table. And like I walk up to the round table, I'm listening, and I tell my story, and like I think I'm Mr. Like badass, right? And I'm like, dude, I crushed it. And he was like, he just looked at me and like shook his head. He's like, you're an idiot. And like, this is, I was like, what? But he got my attention, and he was like, you've got to sell stuff, dude. E- and I was like, well, what do I sell? Like, I just held the event, and he was like, I have a whole table. Like, you sell anything over there, you get fifty percent of it. Dang. So I ended up. The next event, I actually sold Dan Kennedy stuff, That's awesome. uh, but then I started speaking, and I started consulting and went down that whole path, which I love doing. Um, I love doing business consulting. but the events um, over the years i I worked in several verticals, so I did chiropractic, I did med spas, I did um, holistic health uh, who else? I'm trying to think what else is in there. Um, chiropractic dental, plastic surgeon, med spa, holistic health, yoga personal trainers. Um, and then once I got kind of through that, I started holding my own events for actually just other entrepreneurs and people that I could just really serve. The other really interesting thing, everybody thinks of an event, right? And they think they picture this hotel room and they look out and they see a thousand people. We've all seen that Tony Robbins picture, right? Where he's like silhouetted and he's yeah. got the lights yeah. and you're like, yeah, that's going to be me. Well, <laughs> I started the, the first event. I had two people, which I canceled. <laughs> Second event, 150. Third wow. event, maybe 250. Okay. Uh, by the fifth event, I got up to about 800 people. Wow. But what people don't know is that for 800 people in the room, I was spending a huge amount of money to get those people there. And then I had lights and AV and sound and like mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah. Well, I started putting out feedback forms. And what I heard was we went smaller events. We want more intimacy. We Mm. want to talk to our speakers. Um, We want higher quality people. So I started going the other way and I started holding smaller events. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna put an event out there that's gonna be for 25 people and I'm gonna charge five grand a person Mm. and we're gonna actually like do some heavy lifting at the event. That event sold out in three weeks. Like, boom. Um, Granted, I had a list, like it wasn't cold traffic and But it wasn't, it wasn't a warm list either. It was, it was a list that I had cobbled together um, from doing different things, but it sold out because I offered extreme value and people knew that it was only, I was like 25 people to cap. Well, then I did one for 10 people and same experience and like ratings went way up. People were like, this was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So that led, I've, over the last, I would say two, two and a half years, um, I haven't done any larger events. They've all been smaller events where I charge more upfront. I get a much bigger outcome for the person. And this is the other thing. I know people out there are listening and they're like, but, but I want to, I want to be Jody Robbins. Mm-hmm. I want, I want the lights. I want, I want a thousand people. Here's the thing. If you put, when I, when I put 500, 600 people on a room, I was closing maybe 10%, mm-hmm. maybe 15 on a really good day. Um, And I was the only one selling. There weren't other people selling. And I'm pretty good at selling on stage. Um, When the crowds got smaller, I started closing more. When Mm. I would have a 10 to 15 person event, I had two events where I closed 100% of the room. Um, And like that kind of money, that's a high ticket offer to 15 people. But the reason is, is because you can actually build really solid rapport with Mm. everybody in the room they, they like know, like, and trust you. And you're, I would do hot seats with them. I would, Mm -hmm. I would learn about their business. Like they knew that I was serious and they knew that I could get the results that I promised. So when I told them, you know, Hey, who wants to move forward with me today? It's $15,000 or it's $20,000. I like what I remember the, the first time that it happened. I, there were 15 people in the room and I was like, I'm only taking 10 people because I, I'm just who I am. I don't have that much time. I have my laptop open and I put the URL on the screen. It was on the bottom, right? I had the first part of the stack slide at the top. So it had the first piece. And down at the bottom, I had the URL. And I'm I'm talking and I'm like, you know, the screen's over here and I'm I'm talking to them and my computer starts going ding, 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 ding. And I was like, well, there were 10 spots, but I've already sold 12. And then like... <laughs> somebody was like, I didn't buy. You told me to wait. And I was like, all right, whatever. Who all wants in? And everyone raised their hand. I said, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to sell it outside of this room. As long as you guys are okay with all being in it and me overselling it, I'm fine with that. And of course no one's going to argue. I didn't even get past the second. It was the second slide of probably a 35 slide close. Um, I was like, I did it right. Um, So that anyway. That's that's kind of my background and my history. I love live events. I love doing consulting. I love yeah. changing people's lives. Uh, I love love the energy that it brings. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, this is
0: powerful. Steve, this is this is gold man and I love just what's possible. You communicating what's possible with our audience. I want to talk about like where people should really start focusing their time and energy when it comes to putting a live event together that that is like successful. Sure.
1: Yeah. Um so a lot of people I I know this is a live stream and I love to use a whiteboard. So yes. This is uh this is your value ladder, right? Yep. Most people are starting here or here. So this is low ticket like uh we'll say under $49, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or and this is we'll even say this is 997. This is your high ticket which is 5k plus. It is much easier. As soon as you have some results. If you don't have results yet, a live event is not for you. Go speak mm-hmm. on somebody's stage. I can mm-hmm. I can help you with that. Chris can help you with that. Like there are people out there that can help you get on other people's stages. Getting on stage will get you this. You'll get one sale. Then you get the result. Then you get the testimonial. Mm-hmm. You have to have a few testimonials. You have to know you can do the result. But once you know that, start selling up here. Because mm-hmm. if you sell a five or like. I don't know what you make in your job right now. If you have a job or if you quit your job for the entrepreneurial life, good for you. I applaud your effort. Um, but what's I mean, what do you need to sell in a month to, to survive? We'll say 5K. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a safe number, right? If you're selling something that's fifty dollars, how many of those do you have to sell? A grip. <laughs> right? Um and people think, well, I'll just run ads. I've seen this funnel thing where you put one dollar in and you get two dollars out. I love click funnels. I, I love ClickFunnels to death. Um, I, I absolutely believe in it. But the people who can build a funnel that where you put one dollar in you get two dollar out, especially on your first try, mm. it's it's really rare. Um, you could do it. It is possible, but you need to test. You need an audience. You need you need some stuff before you get there. Don't start with that. Russell says start somewhere in the middle. The webinar used to be really solid. Now we've seen webinar registration rates go through the roof because people aren't as trusting as they used to be. Mm. They don't show up. Their attention stands shorter. You get in front of somebody though. you're standing on stage in front of them. They're not running away. Mm. They might have to go to the bathroom, but they're coming back <laughs> unless you're really, really bad. Um, <laughs> if you're at a networking event and you put out there, I was talking to somebody actually that this is a perfect example, talking to him yesterday. He was like, you know, I really, really want to do this. I said, cool, like go find some one-on-one clients and you can do that. He was in the weight loss space. He wanted to help guys lose weight, corporate businessmen lose weight. I said, start going to corporate events, start going to all the meetups, start going to Rotary clubs, start going to BNI meetings, start going to that stuff, find some of your perfect clients, work for them for free or for mm-hmm. a low cost. So you get two testimonials, three testimonials. Then you charge and you charge a high ticket price. Mm-hmm. Now. People always ask, like, how do you charge high ticket? You charge high ticket by coming up with an offer. So offer and commodity. So if we're talking weight loss space, right, it's you're going to lose weight. Well, over here, it's lose weight. It's a workout plan that's custom. It's supplements. It's blood work. It's a whole bunch of stuff that allows you to charge 5k Mm. where everybody else is charging $59. Um, And you don't, it it is no harder to sell that. So I know this, you, you ask about events. So I'm coming back to events. Don't worry. Um, Your offer is much easier to fulfill at an event. So Mm. start talking And you you might say, well, how do I get people to my event? You start talking about the things that make up your offer, but not about the things specifically. Like, I'm not going to talk about supplements. Oh, you should buy vitamin C. No, instead, hey, are you sick all the time? Do you have low energy? Do you have brain fog? I'm going to help you solve that. And you open the loop and you solve that through, hey, everybody needs custom supplements. Did you know, like, I know you can read a book and it tells you to take these 20 supplements. But did you know that everyone's blood work is different? Your blood type's different. Mm-hmm. You're a different weight than this person over here. Your metabolism's different. You have a different genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. You've been eating different food. We need to get blood work done for you. And at my event, I'm gonna have somebody come do your blood work live. Oh. Right? Like that's oh. I mean, I'm spitballing, but that kind of thing right there, yeah. it it happens at the event. The other thing is you sell the quality of people at the event. Hey. Mm-hmm you know what, this, this event, it's five grand and there are people who can't afford to come to it. And like, it's not that I don't want to help those people. I can help those people on Facebook live, but you know what, the people who are at the event are the people who are willing to put five grand down. They're the Mm. people who have that to spend. They're going to come to the event because they want the same things you want. You think those might be people you'd want to get to know? Mm. And the answer is yes. Right. I mean, (laughs) that's when you see like the inner circle programs that people have, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's Russell Brunson's inner circle, Frank Kern's inner circle, Dan Kennedy's inner circle. I was part of all of them. Like you meet people in those groups that like the cost of the group is the fence that, that separates the people who really want the result from the people who are, who are window shopping. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to say that, but that's, that's the honest to God truth. Like the people that pay the money, they're the ones who want it mm-hmm. and they're willing to invest. And like, can you get there without it? Sure you can. Absolutely. But can you get there faster with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're selling at your event. That's why when you're holding a smaller event, people ask me all the time, they're like, shouldn't I do a free event? I absolutely. Don't think you should do a free event. I think mm-hmm. you should charge at least $500 because you you're doing a two day event. If you if you sell me a two day event for 200 bucks, I don't think it's worth anything. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yep. that's like going to a heart surgeon. That's like, Oh, we're half price today. It's $500. Do I want that guy operating on my heart? No. Do you want to go to a two day event? That's going to, especially if they're promising you. Um, I saw somebody doing this the other day. They were teaching a high ticket. It was a high ticket course. that was $49. Like the oxymoron (laughs) there is like ironic, right? Um, anyway, so your event, your event needs to charge enough that they are going to get an outcome, like whatever outcome. So Chris, I know you saw this, but for the, for your viewers, I'll draw it out because I think this is really powerful. So most events, the way people do it, they, they say like, I am amazing. You're going to learn X, Y, Z. And they start talking about benefits and themselves. definitely, I mean, if you know anything about direct marketing, that's bad. But we still do it. Instead, the way that I teach people to hold events is there's this story arc, right? And you have the people over here that are sad. They're not excited. And they don't, they're like trying to figure out how to get over here. And over here is you. And you're happy. and You're smiling. You've got your hands up. And you're jumping around, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this is a story. And you've got these pieces that take people from where they are to where you are, to where they want to go. Yes. This story right here is told through little individual stories, because each piece of this is a chunk that they have to overcome. And this story, if you read Expert Secrets, Russell lays it out really well, it's the epiphany bridge story. But it's also the piece that is in, it's any story. You start Mm -hmm. with the struggle, the epiphany. And then, like, what's next? Mm. how's it look right now, and what's next, right? And the thing is that you are not the subject of the story. Mm. This person is, and when you tell the story, you're just the guy. um just to lay this out there, fifty percent of the story is the pain part. Ten mm. percent is the epiphany, and then forty percent is what's next. Mm. So that's how you tell the story. Now I know you're saying, what does this possibly have to do with events? Right? So this is emotion.
0: Sorry, I promise this comes full circle. This is great, man. This is marketing and like filling events and actually being successful with these dang things. (laughs) Right. So this
1: down here is what is called a success path and a success path has steps. One, two, three, right? And you can't go from one to two until you've done steps one, two, and three. Then over here, you have one, two, and three. And then you go to the next step. Just like that, right? Well, the thing is that these correlate. So one here is the first thing that they have to overcome. So if we're talking about weight loss, it might be your diet. You can't do anything until you figure out your diet. Because you can't really work out effectively until you get your diet in. Well, over here, we're going to talk about your macros. Then we're going to talk about what will be next. We're going to talk about how you cook. We're going to talk about how you go shopping, right? Now, this part right here is actually the epiphany. It goes right here in the story. If you just talk about this, it's too boring and dry, and people won't have an emotional attachment. They won't do it. You want to sell the emotion but what you deliver at the event is the success path. Wow. Wow. So this actually, am trying to think if I have room, I'm looking at, we'll draw it over here. So if you have a two day event, day one, day two, this part one and two goes one and two right there. Like this gives you the agenda. This gives you what you're selling, This gives you how you talk to people before you ever do your event. So when you're doing your Facebook Lives, when you're doing your email marketing, when you're doing ads, which we'll talk about ads in a second, you're doing all that, you want to talk about the big overarching story, and then you can break it down into these individual pieces. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you can break it down even more. But the whole point is that you're getting people emotional about the story. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about the success path, but you're telling them that you have a clear plan. And then the success path is actually what you teach at the event.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! So that, it's like you really you you highlight the problem and, and the emotions, get them emotionally connected with it. You don't like necessarily offer the solution or what to do. You just like pace pace where they're at in their current reality.
1: Yep. And you you want to future pace them some. You want to what you basically want to do. Sorry, I'm going to erase all this. If you have most people. Are standing, let's use green. Green is fun. They're standing here, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not happy or sad. They're going along in their life. Well, if you, this is this is the ground, right? Mm -hmm. And this is their dream over here. This is you, and they're like, oh yeah, there's a straight path. Well, then you just kind of interrupt them a little bit. And you build this gap. And they're like, oh, I can't get there. And then this face starts to go like that. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is, people. I mean, if if I say, let's go back to weight loss. Hey, Chris, you you feel like you're in pretty good shape. Well, yeah. you know, I'm I'm okay. I could maybe lose a pound or two, but I'm all right. Really? Um, are you attracting the girls that you want to attract? I know you, you like. Right, right Obviously, I get you've you, got the girl you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you attracting the girls you want? Do you have Do you have brain fog once in a while? Do you uh? you have trouble getting out of bed in the morning. Like, do you, do you eat too much ice cream? Maybe? I don't know. I eat too much ice cream. (laughs) Um, But like you start to, you want to talk about the problem. Um, Evan Pagan, I I think Dan Kennedy said it first, but Evan Pagan's credited with it. Um, If you can state your client's pain to them in a way that instantly that is better than they can state it themselves. Mm -hmm. they you'll be an instant rapport with them and they will trust you as an advisor. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, I mean, think about that for a second. If you're, I don't know, let's say your car is broken, right? It's not running right. And you go to the mechanic, The mechanic's like, Oh, I bet, I bet you go try to start it and it goes, and then cranks for a little bit. And then when you press on the gas, it dies. Mm -hmm. Do you, if that's what your car is doing, do you trust him? Yes. No. If if,
0: if he diagnoses the problem and says, Hey, here's, here's what's going on. Then yeah, you trust him. mm
1: Mm-hmm. Or if you say, you know, hey, like, I bet you're trying to diet and you've cut out carbs and you're doing low carbs and you're still you're still struggling to lose weight. You've plateaued, right? Mm. Like you 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 feel fine, you feel great, but like you've lost 10 pounds and now you're just flat Mm. and you can't figure out what's going on. You're working out, you're running. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Well that the same thing happened to me. And what I found fixed it is you actually have to have about twenty percent carbs. Either you have to go complete keto. Or you have to have about 20% carbs, or you'll hit that plateau. Mm. Oh. Like right? Yeah. Um, so that's how people the number one call that I get is usually I got the call, I got the call this week, twice, Monday and today. Um, hey Steve, I have an event in twenty-one days. Uh we have we have room for five hundred. How many of you sold? Forty. We've cut prices. We've we've spent tons on ads. What's going on? What's going on is that whole story arc that I drew. They're not. I looked at their website almost without a doubt. Usually, what is on their website is features and benefits, not outcomes. Mm. It's not an outcome that they're going to get from the event. It's not. And it has nothing to do with money. Mm. People always want to think that it has to do with money, but it it is rarely the money. It's the fact that they're not seeing the outcome. You offer a strong enough outcome, people say, oh, I have other plans that weekend. Well, you know what? If if you come to this event and it's going to make you $50,000 or it's going to get you in the best shape of your life or it's going to do whatever said outcome is, if you can prove that and they believe it, they'll change their plans. I've I, I, like I've seen it happen again and again. People get on the phone with me sometimes and they'll be like, well, you know, I've got other plans or that's a lot of money. No problem. Let me, let's talk about like what's going on in your life. Let me just see if I can help you. Because I, I love helping people. I always believe in serving people first. But you find out what their pain is and you say, you know, I can help you a little bit right now. But if you come to this event, like it's three days, three 12-hour days of us solving this problem. Do you think you would leave with with what you want? Yeah. Well, I mean, can you afford five grand? Can you? I don't know, skip your anniversary or like bring your wife I don't Like, I don't know. You can, you can do all kinds of stuff. You can be resourceful. If you, right. If you're, if you believe in what you are selling yeah. and you get the results, you can definitely get people there. That's the other great thing with a smaller event. Um, with a larger event, you've got a room block. You've got the hotel fees. You've got food and beverage. You've got a, most hotels, even if you don't need it, are going to make you have AV, they're going to make you get a projector, they're going to yeah. charge you food. A smaller event, you can do it at a co-working space, you can rent a room somewhere else, you can do an Airbnb, you can do mm-hmm. a retreat center. Um one of the tips that I like to tell people, do it if you if you do a WeWork space or a co-working space, mm-hmm. a lot of times they won't force you to buy food from them because they don't they don't care about the catering. Mm-hmm. So that means you can do Uber Eats. Let's get some Chipotle. Let's get some Chinese food. Let's get salads. Like anything you want to get, you call up Uber Eats. You're going to spend 15 15 people, $10 a person. You're going to spend $150, $200. You do that at the hotel. I mean, you've held an event at a hotel. You're at least $50 a person because they're going to charge you all the fees. Um, You want coffee at a a co-working space? They probably have it, and they're not going to even charge you for it. (laughs) Coffee at the hotel? It's $100 a gallon. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, before, and then you've got taxes and service fees and mm-hmm. all the stuff on top of it. So smaller events, you have to sell less people into, mm-hmm. which means you can actually get on the phone with each person that you're talking to. And then once they're there, you're spending less money on it and you're giving them a better experience.
0: Yeah. And so we were were talking about Airbnbs as like a really great way to enter into the event space, right? And Mm co-working space or Airbnb, something like that. You know, you can get people there for like, let's say a one day event or, you know, even if it's a two or three day event, like you can really go deep and have a profound experience and you don't need a big, huge hotel to be able to facilitate that. If there's, you know, 10 people, 15, 20 people, 25 people, whatever, like you can really go deep and transform people's lives on that, on that you don't need experience. Extravagant and expensive. You need a a powerful experience, but you don't need like what people typically associate with it.
1: Having an Airbnb, I love doing Airbnb events. If you have an Airbnb that fits 10 to 15 people, those people are going to be there in the morning. You're gonna you can cook breakfast, you can order breakfast and whatever you're doing for breakfast. You're all gonna hang out together. Then you teach for let's say you teach for 10 hours. You get done, you're gonna have dinner together, then you're gonna go hang out in the pool together, or you're gonna go for a run together. Like you're going to, we, I always do a movie night because I'm like, let's do a movie night or let's play a game. Let's play charades. Like Mm. the bonding that happens, like I've, I got this so many times. Like, I feel like this was summer camp for adults. (laughs) Like, like these are like fancy doctors and chiropractors, right? Not like, not like entrepreneurs that are like, woo, I'm a nomad, whatever. (laughs) Like these are like doctors that, you know, they, they, they have a couple million dollar a year practice and they're like, I haven't had fun like this in forever. And like, that's a transformative experience. Like mm. they don't forget that easily. And what that leads to is when you do another event the next year, it sells out. Like I would send an email out to the people who came to the event before and usually eight out of 10 of them would buy. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm back in for that hundred percent. It makes it really easy to sell. So that's, yeah, I, I love Airbnb events. I think they're so much better than hotels.
0: Mm. Dude, this is powerful. I'm curious for the people out there who might be selling smaller packages and things, um, and they're having a challenge to get to, let's say, um, you know, like 5k range for their products and services and to sell that, um, either sell the event or sell it at the event. Uh, What would you recommend on ways that they can, you know, value stack, add value to to really solve bigger problems? Sure.
1: So. With your Airbnb event, let's say you have an Airbnb event and you charge a thousand bucks for it or fifteen hundred dollars for it, somewhere in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can. I don't. I think you should sell at the event. Mm-hmm. Some people have a more. Some people are like, I don't know. I feel weird about it. If you are <laughs> changing people's lives, yes, you have a moral obligation because here's the thing: you gave them an awesome weekend. Mm-hmm. What do they need to keep that going? Because think about this in your own life. How many events have you gone to where it was amazing? Mm. FHL comes to mind. Like the first FHL I went to, I was like, man, this is crazy. First Tony Robbins event. Mm -hmm. Have you done a Tony Robbins event? I haven't yet. Oh, my goodness. You leave (laughs) and you're just like, you're buzzing. Yeah. But what happens is it fades. Mm -hmm. It goes down because you don't have anything to keep it going you have a moral obligation to sell people that want to take the next step and want to keep it going. You have the obligation to sell that to them. Well, here's the other thing. If you sell it to them for not that much money, 500,000, 1500 bucks, how much, how seriously are they going to take it? Now I, there's a balance. I I do not believe that you should charge a high ticket price just to be charging a high ticket price. Um, especially if you cannot deliver, I'm going to actually throw stones. This is a pretty hard line. Um, there's a, a lot of people say, you know, sell it and figure it out. (laughs) I don't agree with that. Um, it is one thing to have, you have to have like, it's the chicken or the egg. Mm -hmm. You should not sell a $25,000 program. If you have not gotten some kind of result for people. I, and it's starting to become, I've I've seen it in groups that I'm a part of. And then the people fail really hard. And it, it, either they fail or they, they get so stressed out about it because they're like, there was a guy um, not that long ago, probably three weeks ago that sold 75 K in packages. And it was more money than he had probably made in the last year. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he had a giant meltdown because he's like, I don't know what to deliver. So, Work your way up to it. There is I like don't let the greed muscle grab you. Mm. I'm all for high ticket. Start start a little bit smaller. Start at 5K. Start at 10K. Mm. Start something that you feel comfortable delivering. Like if your comfort zone is here, go to here. Don't mm. go out here because you can't if you grow too fast, you will you will have a meltdown. Either you'll get either you'll get a chargeback. If you get a charge back for twenty five K. Like you're, you're going to feel that. Or if you start (laughs) like, well, for those of you who don't understand how chargeback works, if your bank account is there, let's say you get this magical deposit, 25 K and you spend some of it and two months goes by and the person's like, dude, this, this is not what I planned on Mm -hmm. and hits that button. Your bank account automatically gets charged that $25,000. So let's say you have $19,000 and they're 18 or 21, you are suddenly negative that much money and they can freeze all of your accounts. They can also take you to court. They can take all your money. They can lock your assets. It's a pain, like bad things can happen. Um, I remember the, the first chargeback I got was for two grand. Uh, it was for somebody who paid for the event, came to the event, Uh, It was one of my bigger events. It was, I think it was about a hundred person event that I had Um, charged back two weeks after the event. No, they never asked for a refund. Nothing like that. Didn't give me the option charged back. I won the case because I had, I, I had a form that said, you know, you can ask for a refund at the event after, after that, I'm not liable. It's been more than 90 days since it was charged. I won, but it still took me six weeks to win the appeal in that time the money was missing out of my account. Now I had enough money in my account, so I didn't go negative, but I did go talk to the bank to learn everything that I could about how that happens and what you go on with it. Um, And it's a painful, it's a painful experience. So anyway, we went kind of down rabbit hole, but (laughs) it's, I I always warn people because I see it happening now more than ever because people are talking about high ticket and they're like, well, yeah, I want to sell a $25,000 offer. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not it's really not that hard to sell it especially if you're at an event yeah but don't sell it unless you can deliver and don't be like well I'm gonna figure it out mm-hmm. because that like you were you're not gonna sleep very well at night um yeah. so build up to it do it for take your first if you have an event with 15 people sell for five grand so you ask how to get there so yeah. the same way that we drew out the offer draw out the offer figure out what you can do that will give them so much value that they that price is no longer an issue. Mm-hmm. When value exceeds price, that's when people hand you money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's like what you want to build. So at the event, if we go back to, to our story arc, right? Mm-hmm. Unhappy people over here, happy people here, which is you. Mm-hmm. You've got this bridge. This is the epiphany right here. In the live event, that's where you pitch, right there. And you say, you know what? I've got you. I've shown you the steps. And you have. You've shown them, right? One two, three, one, two, three, One, two, three. You've told the stories for each one of those. And you've got them future-paced. They believe that the outcome is there. The easiest sell in the world is right here because all you have to do is say, like, how many people are getting awesome Awesome results right now. How many people are like really seeing how this can impact your life? If you're doing it right, which you will be, everyone there is like, yeah, man, this Mm -hmm. is powerful. You say, who wants to keep going? Because Mm -hmm. what happens when you go home? You you have your wife, you have your kids, you have your job, you have your car, you have whatever's going on. How would you love to work with me every week? Like, how would you love to have the support of our group? Whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're selling. So that's how you sell it, and your price should be proportionate to what you're doing. So if you're building out a good offer, if you guys don't know the offer sequence, um, offers usually contain six things. We'll draw them out really quick. Um, The first one's going to be the vehicle. So vehicle is... What is getting them there that's different? If we're in diet, it could be keto, right? That's the really easy one to point to because it's something new. It's something different that they may have heard about, but they haven't tried. The second one is their internal. So Russell talks about this in uh, Expert Secrets. I believe it's in .com as well, but it's worth going over here. If you guys don't know what that is, definitely pick up a book and pay attention to this. Internal is what's going on inside of them that's stopping them from getting the results right, and whatever you are offering needs to deal with their internal. So, if we're going with diet, well, I don't have anyone to keep me accountable. What if I box you every morning? Mm. What if, uh, what if I look? What if I build a meal plan for you? What if I hold you accountable? Mm. That's that's like an easy internal one, right? Yeah. If it's, um, I don't know, if it's sales coaching, right? Mm. What if, uh, what if I actually listen to your sales calls? You record them, and I give you critiques on them. Does that help you get where you're going? Yeah. Yes. So then the next thing is external. So external is uh, is anything outside of them in their environment that's shutting them down. Um, This could be like if we're going with diet again. I'm going to help you find a gym near you that you can afford to go to. I'm going to give you the workout plan so you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to give you the things that you need. So then after that, four, five, and six are usually all bonuses, which are the tools, right? So, so what tools will they need to go with that? Again, mm-hmm. this could be like the diet plan. This could be a grocery shopping guide. This could be restaurants around them that allow them to eat. It's all the peripheral stuff that they need to support them, um, usually done in things. So those are actually usually listed. Five and six are usually bonuses. Um, but that's that's like a really easy stack. And then you just have to make sure so people people get caught up in pricing because they price what they think it's worth, right? What's my time worth? Hmm. Um I I have not met anyone who has not struggled with this at some time in their in their business life. Because it's like, well, I'm going to meet with them an hour a week, is that worth $1,000? Hmm. Well, what result are you getting for them? Yeah. Because that's really all that matters. It doesn't which would you rather have would you rather have somebody that you meet with for twenty hours to get the result or fifteen minutes and get the result
0: fifteen minutes <laughs>
1: right i mean if you can if you can fix somebody's problem in fifteen minutes and it's worth a hundred thousand dollars um mm. to them if it's really worth that if it i mean again, somebody's choking right I've heard this this example somebody's choking they're gonna die well. I'm going to save you regardless because I'm a lifesaver, right? I want to help people. But is it worth a hundred thousand dollars to them to save their life right then? Probably. Yeah. Right. Like that, that's worth it. Like, yeah. and people, people, what you, what people struggle with is they're like, well, it's still just my time. How long is it taking you to learn that? Mm. I mean the stuff that I've learned in events, it's taken me years and years and a ton of studying and a lot of falling on my face and a lot of, I mean, I've had some painful experiences. I've had some awesome experiences, right? Mm -hmm. But when someone hires me, that's what they're paying for. They're paying to skip that whole learning curve and just get X result. It's the same thing that your customers, your customers, or whoever's listening out there, that's the same thing your customers are looking to get. They want the result without the pain, and they're willing to pay for it. So price according to outcome. If If you're doing sales training, right? I had this discussion with a sales trainer two weeks ago um he was like i don't know what to charge and i was like well how much are you making for your client he 20 to 25000 dollars Well, you know what you're worth 10k yep like that's you're you're solving their pain point and like that's what he didn't get so i don't know what else you got for me chris
0: this is great man this is great so we talked a lot about um events selling the events the value that you deliver at events um you know psychology of you, inviting people to, to buy and what, what actually gets them to buy, which I think is valuable, actually delivering what is needed, you know, the transformation in, in the offer. It's like, what do they actually need? Uh, and I also, I wanted to just dive into retreats just a little bit more, man. If there's anything else uh, that you would recommend for, for people to know about how to have that be a transformational experience, is there anything else that you, um, that we want, we can cover in these last couple of minutes?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the best things that you can do is reach out to people before the retreat. If you do pre-work with them, charge enough mm. money. This is where if you're charging 200 bucks and it's free, it's not worth your time. But I'll, I'll throw this out there. So many people want to do free events. Like free events are in, is in vogue right now for some reason. So if you're <laughs> going to do a free event, you should do this as well because it will make people show up. Mm. Call them, get them on a phone, get them on a Zoom call for 15 or 20 minutes and work with them. Yeah. Because they then they're like, oh my goodness, I have to show up. Like I'm actually starting to get a little bit of the result. I can see it. Instead yeah. of, ah, eh, whatever, it's free, I'm not going to that. So mm-hmm. for retreats specifically, if you do a pre-call, if you if you have fifteen people at the retreat, mm-hmm. if you do a pre-call with them one-on-one, you can really find out what you need to show them at the retreat to get the outcome. This is where if you're holding a hundred person event, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. But 10, 15, 20 people. Okay, I know Jill over here runs a yoga studio um, in the middle of Kansas and has a hard time getting customers in and social media is not really going to work for her. But I know Joe over here is in Denver, Colorado and social media kills it for him. He's just trying to figure out how to scale a little bit better, right? Mm -hmm. I know I need to put both of those pieces in my talk now, whereas Mm -hmm. I might not talk about either of them. The other thing is don't like you can do a facebook group i'm not a big fan of facebook groups do a group zoom call and get everybody on to meet each other because then they can start to talk a little bit and there's a community they mm. don't show up
0: feeling, feeling like I'm strangers
1: extro- <laughs> right i'm an extrovert like i don't know a stranger but so many people especially in like when i did these events for chiropractors yeah right they're they're like I don't know. I don't know if I want to meet these people. And then you get them on a zoom call. And I honestly, I would show up with like, I don't drink very much, but I would show up with a glass of scotch. Yeah. I'd be like, what's going on, everybody. This is just to get to know each other. Um, and I would start to pull out little tidbits of each person on the call. Mm. And by the end of the call, everybody felt a whole lot better. We were laughing. We were having a good time. And it wasn't that call. The point of it wasn't teach anybody anything. Mm. It was to have a community. Yeah. So when they showed up, they were like, hey, I, I know Joe. I know yeah. Joe. Yeah. Oh man, these, this is awesome to meet you in person, man. Like that that builds a community, which is really the power of a live event, right? Because you do a webinar and, and teach some stuff. Mm. But in the event, they actually know each other. It's relationships, um, yeah. That's the other thing that I would say at a retreat um, if you, if you feel confident in solving somebody's problems, do hot seats, because mm. hot seats sell better than anything else. You put somebody on stage, this is like this is insider, but you put somebody on stage, like they have to agree to do it, right? Who in here is struggling with weight loss and wants to really talk about what their struggles are. Mm. Okay, cool. We're going to have you come up here. Um, and then you solve their problem. That that one, that person's probably going to buy from you. Two, mm-hmm. everybody else in the room now respects you a whole lot more because you—that wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. You just solved the problem. Yep. The other thing that I'll tell you, um, if you do the, the pre-call with them and mm-hmm. you take notes, I know Joe over here has uh, is looking for a way to scale, right? But has has hard time managing employees. Mm-hmm. So in my talk, I'm talking about, hey, who in here has a hard time managing employees? People start to raise their hand. Hey, Joe. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you were telling me you had a hard time managing employees, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Who who else in here has a hard time? Everyone's going to raise their hand. Now Joe feels supported. Yeah. But I can also solve Joe's problem right there. This is like doing a mini hot seat, right? I'm calling him out from stage. I'm fixing his problem, but I'm also getting him support from the crowd, mm. and he's getting drawn in. Like he, it, it's a win-win all the way around. Yeah.
0: Dude, this is gold. Steve, drop some freaking bombs right there at the end, man. I want to tell people how they can stay connected with you. What are their next steps that they can take on their journey? Uh, and how can they get involved, man?
1: Sure. Um, the easiest way, uh, I have a free class. Okay. Um, I've covered some of the stuff that's in there, but there's definitely other stuff. It's called uh, myt.how. Uh, so Monetize Your Tribe is mm. my my business. Um, myt.how will take you to a landing page that will give you the free class. It's completely free. It's not free plus shipping or anything like that. I do have a book. Um, the book is, I don't have one within arm's reach. Uh, the book is 10 case studies of people who held live events and mm-hmm. did $80,000 or more. Um, we walk through. So big Tim Ferriss fan, if you read uh, Tools of the Titans, mm-hmm. I did 10 questions. It was the same 10 questions for each person. We walked through their entire event, souped nuts. Um, and showed you how it was done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them are my clients, some are not. I did half and half Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted some people to see the stuff that was outside of that. Um, To get the book, the book is live, I don't remember, I think it's liveeventcasestudy.com. I might be wrong on the URL. You can find me on Facebook really easy. That's where I do everything. Message me, friend me, reach out to me there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm happy to have a conversation, talk to you about it. Those are the easiest ways to get a
0: hold of Mary. I love it. I love it, man. And so you you help people put on a live event. You know, you can brainstorm with them. They can you know monetize their tribe, and I'm sure just you know reaching out to Steve and you'll have a conversation with him. You'll just find out more about what ways he can support you, particularly depending on where you're at. And by the way, you can find him Steve Werner, and that's W E R N E R. First name's pretty common, Steve. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and uh, you know, definitely connect with him, Steve. I super appreciate you, man. Tons of value and uh, just wisdom and. Appreciate the, the value that you add to the world and everything you do, man. Super
1: powerful. Hey, no worries. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, your energy is great. I know
0: you've been at this all day, but uh, you're killing it, man. <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate you. We'll see you soon, okay? All right. See ya. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? you were sent by Chris did you enjoy this episode let your friends know about it share the website beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media if you want to clarify your vision uncover blind spots get more energy tap into your flow and take massive action head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar now